This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. Vale Valley Partnership, it's Eric Williams, and uh, we are here as part of the Partnership Podcast. My very special guest today, Mr. Chris Romer, President and CEO of the Partnership. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? It's nice to uh, be here socially distant and safe and actually uh, be sitting nearish to one another. Yeah, yes. I can almost touch you from where we're sitting. Almost. <laughs> Six feet apart, arm's length for each of us. Um, yeah, and it's good to be here to talk about some of our, our programming and some of the things that I'm really excited about as we dive into the 2021 program year here at the VVP. And the programs here at VVP, as uh, you have encouraged us over the years, they're led by the community. They're really led by uh, what we hear from the community. And it was a couple of years ago when the community survey went out that uh, the community was begging for more professional development, which is why we started this whole thing called Vale Valley Works, really kind of getting that into people's inboxes and helping them upskill, helping them reskill, whatever that may be. And uh, we're two years into this, and actually the community is responding very positively. Yeah, you know, it, it's amazing what happens as a community organization, as a chamber of commerce, when you listen to your members and listen to the business community and build your programming around what they tell you they want. It sounds really simple. And in reality, it's partly really simple and partly actually very complicated to come up with meaningful programming that people are willing to spend their discretionary time in, a, in an era Right now, when folks are strapped and unemployment is still hard and workforce retention and attraction remains a challenge, how do we develop programming that helps businesses with their talent attraction, with their talent retention, um, and with bringing forth a lot of the issues facing our community so our businesses can be part of solving the problems. That's one of the other pieces that we heard is that uh, we know that there are things that this Valley struggles with. Our businesses are saying this to us, but uh, how do we get involved? How do we dig a little deeper into some of these major issues? How do we, as a business, uh, help affect the entire ecology of this uh, of this valley through that. And so, you know, we used to do something called power groups, which was a, a great offering. We had young professionals and, and nonprofits and executives and all these different power groups that moved into something, morphed into something called what we were going to call Community Issues Boot Camp last year. Uh, you challenged us to change the name Community Resiliency Boot Camp, and I really do think that program uh, sat where it was supposed to. Yeah, and the idea of, of resiliency in a time of COVID-19 and a global pandemic, um, when we launched that program in June of last year, it, there was a lot of unknowns. We weren't sure how tourism was going to rebound. We weren't sure if our second homeowners were going to be coming back at the level or above the level that they had in the past. We weren't sure what it meant for our seasonal workforce and what it meant for the global economy, not to mention our local economy here in Eagle County. So the idea of resiliency and how do we, how do we rebound and how do we help our businesses around those community issues that impact them so deeply and how do we help their workforce and the, the people that make up our businesses become more aware and engaged in the issues facing the community. It was, it was very, very well received. We were really excited about the feedback we received from that, both from our speakers and more importantly, from the folks who attended. 
I think uh, I think Chris Lindley uh, from Eagle Valley Behavioral Health said it best uh, when we were finishing up the session. We had a great response from people, and he grabbed me and he said, "Is this going to be renewed for a second season?" And I said, uh, "Yes, we're going to renew this for a second season. Netflix is picking us up one more time." And that's what you and I are here to talk about. We're going to give the, everybody kind of a brief rundown. These are topics selected by us uh, as a team here at VBP, but also uh, influenced by the community. We're going to give a rundown of what Community Issues Boot Camp will look like this year. We're going to run it from May uh, all the way through September. We actually had a plan to start in June like we did last year. But, uh, you know, we'll give the inside baseball. We were going to talk about uh, water and fire and both the Eagle River Fire Protection District and our local water district came to us and said, can we have that messaging just a little bit earlier to the community? Because we're going to be pushing out a lot. Obviously, we know this is a little bit of a lower snow year. So fire and water being one that we almost had to put in there. Yeah, and as we sit here today on the um, Ides of March, March 15th, we're coming off the snowpocalypse, which, which wasn't quite the snowpocalypse that they were calling for, um, but still did have a lot of snow on the Continental Divide and along the I-25 corridor and a little bit of snow here in Eagle County as well. Um, but fire and water, these are issues that are fundamental to our community in, in so many ways. And they impact our businesses from a egress standpoint and a um, development standpoint and a sustainability standpoint. And how do we take care of our um, forests that surround our communities? How do we take care of our water resources? That is probably the single biggest issue facing the Western United States. Um, water issues that is and immensely complicated. So we're really fortunate to have Chief Bauer from Eagle River Fire Protection District and Diane Johnson from the Eagle River Water and Sanitation District. These are folks that are involved, not just locally, but, but regionally and statewide on these issues of importance. And I, I, I know both of them. I really, really respect both of them. And I, I expect the folks who attend this are going to leave with uh, uh, just so much information. It's going to make them want even more because in a, in a short session, you can't cover all the things that need to be done, but these are both fantastic individuals. And I'm glad that you brought that up. That they're going to leave with something because that's one of the pieces that uh, we have put into this program that there will be uh, not, 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 no, not so much homework because that's a bad word, but, uh, but there are definitely going to be strategies that you can take home to your homes, your businesses and uh, move forward. Session two is kind of a funky one. Uh, we're talking about how the way out this economy grows. And, uh, but uh, I really wanted to talk about the idea that, uh, that some of these problems are so big, it's almost hard to wrap your head around it. There's a great guy in town that gives a talk called the paralysis of enormity. And it's just that idea as to how do we wrap our head around major problems. He actually works with uh, underserved people in Africa. And that's uh, why he uh, why he developed this idea, the paralysis of enormity. I'm really excited for that. And then, of course, we're going to be talking to the county as well about their strategic vision moving forward. And number two, that one, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get in these organic pieces. And that one, I can't wait to see uh, where we go. Yeah, they're connected to each other, aren't they? The, and the, the folks you're specifically talking about um, in the first part of that with the paralysis of enormity is Bob Bandoni. Um, and Bob's a great speaker and, and very educated and can make this approachable and the, gives people tactics on how to think about these big issues. Because as you said, Eric, and I'll, I'll phrase it in a different way, if everything's a crisis, nothing is a crisis. And we have these issues be it water and fire that we explored earlier or some of the others that we'll explore through this conversation. 
um, that are big, big issues. Maybe that's a pandemic, right? Maybe that's localized issues like housing. Um, but the paralysis of enormity and how do you plan for and account for smart community growth that ensures that our community remains a sustainable community moving forward. It, it, both of these speakers, Eagle County and, and Bob Bandoni will be, will provide some, um, some guardrails to this and some good ways to think about it. That's a good way of saying it. I like that. Uh, session three, we're going to turn our gaze to those younger than us and talk about children and youth opportunities. The idea being that there's so many in this valley, but uh, not everyone has every piece of information in front of them. So this is really going to be I, what I'm hoping is just a giant buffet of children and youth opportunities. We have such a diverse array of speakers too, people from the faith community, people from nonprofits, people from school district who have already signed on to be a part of this. I just think this is going to help parents, uh, you know, especially through the business uh, system there by, uh, by showing them where their kids can go, whether it be a walking mountains or this, or this program, or this. I didn't even know there was a junior police explorer, or this could be this, you know, I think there's things out there. We just don't know about opportunities and we want to make sure everyone knows. Yeah. And when I came in the office today, it was, it was amazing to me because um, out of your office, you were blaring Whitney Houston. Yeah, and all I could think of was, yeah, I too, Eric, believe that the children are our future. And um, our, our, our speakers <laughs> for this one, Michelle from Mountain Youth, Eric Martinez from Eagle County School District, um, Ben Dodds from, from Young Life. Um, these are folks who are very engaged and involved with um, our youth and being able to, uh, you can't have a strong community if you don't have a strong youth community. Um, it is a big part of our community. They are our future workforce. These organizations and individuals are doing great things in this, in this spectrum and helping us be better, helping Eagle County be better. So it's, um, that, that's one that I, again, I think all of these sessions are going to be great. This one's going to be as good or better than all the rest of them because of the importance of the topic, but also because of the, the quality of the speakers. Our fourth session, we only have five, or we have five sessions, I shouldn't say only, but to, just for you who are like, gosh, are they going to keep talking on this podcast? The fourth one I'm excited about. Uh, it's something that uh, obviously we uh, we talk about here in the partnership and we talk about in this community, but it's a, it's a larger nationwide conversation having that we're having as well. We're, we titled it Cross-Cultural Communication and Immigration. Uh, we'll talk about some of those policies, you know, not kind of your one-two on how to immigrate or, or things like that, but more of how it works in this community I'm really excited about the, some of the guests that we have for this. Dwight Henninger, our Vail Police Chief, actually works on a national level on a lot of these initiatives. When we think about the idea or the, you've heard the phrase defund the police and all of that coming from all around the nation right now and how we should send mental health workers. Do you know that in Eagle County, because of the work that Chief Henninger and his team is doing, we've been sending to those kind of disputes. There has been a police officer dispatched, a mental health professional dispatched, and uh, someone from emergency services dispatched every time to that. So we're 18 months ahead of the curve on this a lot of times. I want to hear how Dwight came to this. I want to know how they were still working, I mean, with the Hispanic community, but also with all the other underserved communities uh, in this place. Gosh, it's a huge, important, meaty issue. Um, and how do we help our entire community through the lens of, of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and also from the lens of community sustainability. Again, this, this topic and these individuals, both, both Chief Henninger as well as the other 
um, police departments and sheriff's office do incredible work in this field. The paramedic district does great work in this field. Um, it's, it's a very, no pun intended, inclusive effort across all those different agencies. Um, and Megan from Early Childhood Partners um, is going to bring another viewpoint to this too. And, and how do we, um, they're going to bounce off each other and be, be a great team for this topic. It's, it's one that I'm, again, really excited about as I am all of these topics. I keep saying that, but it's because it's, because it's true. Um, these, are, these are great speakers with great topics. Um, and, and this one is one that was on our radar screen before a lot of the national dialogue started to occur last summer um, and just more important than ever. I'm going to find one that doesn't interest you. Our next session will be on knitting. No, <laughs> you found it. <laughs> there it is. He has nothing to say. This one's going to be now. The final one that we're going to do in September is one that uh, obviously they're all, like you say, extremely important, but we're going to talk behavioral health. This is the only crossover from the previous year, but it's one that our team felt was important just because of uh, us still being within the throes of the pandemic, even though we are climbing out that uh, we know that with any crisis, the behavioral health crisis follows right along with it. And so we want our behavioral health experts to give us as much updates and uh, resources as possible. Yeah, and the work of Eagle Valley Behavioral Health um, under the support from Vail Health, under the support from the county and under the leadership of, of Chris Lindley and others. Um, it is an important topic and it's one that I am so thankful that we have started to normalize, right? It's okay to talk about these things. It's okay to recognize these things. It's okay to not be okay. Um, and it's one thing to listen to the experts tell us that, uh, but to be in a room of your peers, understanding that and what it means and how you apply it back to your own life, your own relationships and your own business. Um, it's just, it's important for us to have this included at this point in time. This is by no means an inclusive list of all the community issues yeah. facing Eagle County or our mountain region. Uh, but it's the five we're going to tackle this year. And I'm, I'm really excited about the, the speakers, the agendas, the fact that there's going to be a cohort of individuals that get to go through all of these together. Um, of, of If people are only interested in one or two, they can take these courses a la carte as well. Um, we're really working hard to make this um, relatable and accessible to everybody. I'm just excited to get this. I want the first session to start tomorrow because I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to let you go back to your office and, and finish that Whitney Houston album you've been listening to. <sighs> Teach them well. Let them lead the way. All right, veilvalleyworks.com for more information on anything that Chris and I have been talking about. We will continue with this duet. Uh, never. Thanks for listening. This is the Partnership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now. And find more resources at veilvalleypartnership.com.